We don't have time for this. We'd like to acknowledge the traditional custodians of the land where we make this podcast, the Garigal and the Gairamangal people. We pay our respects to all First Nations elders, past, present and emerging. Hey, besties. You know what I don't have time for? Oh, my God, I love this podcast so much, you guys. Hey, besties. Uh, hey, besties. I don't have time for this week. Imposter syndrome. I love sequels. What? Do I do with that? Thank you. Hello and welcome to Bestie Hotline. Bring, bring. Hi, I'm Kate Reeves. And I'm Gemma Peanut. And it's fucking Friday, hoes. <laughs> Friday the 13th. For those of you who are superstitious. Mm, don't look in any mirrors or cross any black caps. Mm. Fun fact, Mm. in a lot of Asian countries, number 13 is very unlucky. That's commonly known. But most hotels don't have floor number 13 or hotel room number 13. Love it. Mm. I mean, why not just circumvent the whole bad option? Yeah. Smart. Did you know that that at Crown Casino, Mm. no 13th floor? There you go. Mm. Fun fact, Mm. Friday the 13th of October Mm. is actually National Train Your Brain Day. Oh. In the US. It's niche. I was going to say, I saw this morning it's national no bra day oh so you know off you come we've got two competing days two things can be true Gemma. you can train your brain and not wear a bra i'm here for that should we do that now (laughs) hashtag feminism all right let's take our bras off oh i love that satisfying feeling no bra day oh yeah let those puppies hang (laughs) 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 what was that sound was that it's like you let the blinds down (laughs) (laughs) Dude, there is no better feeling than taking your bra off or taking off high heels that were fucking uncomfortable. Yeah, or taking out hair. No? <laughs> no, I like to whip it up into a top knot. Yes, yeah, Samurai Chem. Um, while it's National Train Your Brain Day, yeah. Revzy, I thought I'd hit you with a riddle. She loves a game. For new listeners, Gem loves a game. I do. And a riddle. I sure do. Okay, so Revzy, mm. if red houses are made of red bricks and blue houses are made of blue bricks and yellow houses are made of yellow bricks, what are green houses made of? Glass? Glass! <laughs> yeah! Uh, that's a good one. I'll give that one to my kids. Yeah. Cute. It's a nice clean one. You Green know, simple. bricks? Green bricks? Cute. Yeah. Do you know how I'm going to be training my brain? How are you going to be training your brain today? Playing Candy Crush. Oh, that's a brain trainer? Isn't that a mind number? Two things can be true. No, 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 not in that way. That's. <laughs> you can't just say two things can be true no. when something actually conflicts as a fact. It actually doesn't. How can you numb your mind and train your brain in one go? You can. No, you can't. No, you can. It numbs me and soothes me, but my brain is doing the work. It's doing the calculations. It's thinking 10 steps ahead in a numbing way. Okay. Yeah. Two things can be true is just <laughs> new weapon for life. Yeah, I just weaponized it against you. Well, you know what might tickle our brains what trying to solve a dilemma and seeing if we can turn it into some jalousy jalousy lemonade we can't handle any more like, <laughs> no. like we can't handle any more slips of the tongue in the lemonade no, really arena can't. because it's already a slip of the tongue we can't be like we've got to juice a lemon into some jalousy lemonade <laughs> it's too much it's too much i feel like you might have coined it revs i think that might be a thing going forwards <laughs> we just sound drunk all right Shall back we on track see? Who called the Bestie Hotline today? Hey guys, so I have a big dilemma for you. So me and my partner, we've been together for eight years now. We have two children and um, he is adamant that we are not having a third. I would really, really like a third one, um, but I tried to 
get on board his decision and be like, yep, you know what, I have to support him as well. He doesn't want another one. That's fair enough. Um, and now he's booked in for the snip and I'm gutted. Um, I would really like another one. I just don't feel done. But then at the same time, I'm like, oh, two is easier. Like, do I just accept it? But then I'm like, part of me just can't. Um, I don't think there's any way of getting him over the line, but I just need to mourn in that loss of a third. Um, but I just don't know what to do. I don't know whether having a third will break us or if not having a third will also break us. So I just don't know what to do at the moment. Help. Oh, that's a tough one. I'm sure a lot of people can relate to this one. Yeah. It is a grieving process for sure. So you think she should just cop it and grieve? I actually do. Okay. I've got kind of a strong opinion about this. Okay. I think there is a big difference with having two kids already and pausing there versus a scenario where you have no kids and you have a yearning for kids and your partner's saying, well, I don't want any. Yes. I think that is more likely to break you than the resentment of not having your third child. Okay. You might live with that pang mm. for a very long time of like a yearning. Look, I've been going through this grieving process myself. I've shared on a previous Bestie hotline with Show Daddy. You know, I always imagined I'd have three and then through the experience of having awful pregnancies having quite a distressing birth with Iggy I learned that I didn't want any more babies but seeing as my youngest is now growing up I'm like oh I always envisioned a third and I'm sad I don't want any more children I've agreed with hubs we're done I'm very much pushing him to get a vasectomy as everyone knows but you can also just grieve the fact that what you envisioned hasn't come to fruition right I saw something on the internet that hit me it was a quote that said and just bearing in mind our DL saying that her husband really doesn't want a third, right? Your child deserves happy parents more than they deserve a sibling. Yeah. And if there is tension there... I feel like introducing a third person while children are a gift. I know there's going to be a DLs who accidentally had a third or an unplanned third and they can't imagine life without them. And that's great for you that you've got to that place. But it really can breed enormous resentment, I think, with bringing a child into the world when one is adamant about not having it and you have the opportunity to not go down that path. Mm. I think there's more likelihood of it breaking you to have the kid than to not. Than to not. Yes. Because I'm with you that it's almost like a mental situation. Mm. It's a, a theoretical situation yes. that probably you could recover from. Yeah. Well, and also RDL, sorry, just quickly. I mean, she said like, yeah, I guess maybe two is enough. Yeah. Two children is a lot yeah. of responsibility. A household with two kids can feel full. Yeah. You know, they've got a sibling, you know, you can divide and conquer with two. Like it's not nothing. I don't want to diminish RDL's feelings though. Because no. clearly for her, this is what she wants. Yeah. I think what she's asking is how do I progress this with my partner my only question to you and I'm kind of I guess it's in the same vein as Jem's thoughts is do you want to have a kid with someone who doesn't want that kid Mm. because that's a really big risk yeah I guess I'm with you Rebsy where the baseline is not nothing yeah the baseline currently is we have two children together yeah we are a family I think I didn't articulate it very well before that's what I mean right yeah yeah. but also I want to put the shoe on the other foot yeah imagine if you had 
awful pregnancies and you were done and your partner was like I want another kid yeah I really want another kid and you're like well I really don't and just going back to what you said again about this idea of a theoretical baby yeah I feel like it is so much easier to overcome yes it's like that saying what you don't know you don't know I mean asking someone to get up in the middle of the night to look after a baby they didn't want I know that's not that simple because when Mm. a baby comes along of course they're loved and all that but I can foresee more resentment with a third baby Mm. in the mix and because they're not a real human yet I think it's okay we can talk about them like this no I think so too like the person who didn't want the child is gonna really resent the enormous added workload yes mental load financial load you know how stretched they are in their parenting capacity putting your relationship further on the back burner yes all of those things Mm. those things are going to have a very real toll yeah and if you're not on board I mean it would be very very hard not to harbor resentment yeah Yeah. and to go back to the whole what you don't know you don't know I know it's easy for any DLs who had an unplanned third baby to go oh my god they'll be fine but that's because you have that baby in front of you now they're a person you can't imagine life without them but this is a sliding doors moment I think it's a really big risk to assume that will happen to you because there will be stories all around you of like oh he didn't want a third one but then we had Bob and you know he's so in love with Bob and he's Mm. so glad we've had Bob I'm sure there are lots of stories like that floating around you but it's a big big risk on your relationship and your family to assume it would go that way yeah because if he's saying what he really doesn't want you kind of have to listen but that doesn't help your position of you really want a third child and you don't feel done and you're gutted so I don't know how to deal with that grief I know get a dog (laughs) get a cat get a rabbit (laughs) babysit a third child regularly (laughs) fill that void I don't know how look I feel for IDL it's not easy yeah no but just know you're not alone this is common I don't know a whole lot of partnerships where they are in complete agreement about the number of kids so there's always someone who wants more someone who wants fewer someone who has to compromise to give their firstborn a sibling Mm. like even that's a stretch like even Revs has spoken about this on the potty her ex-husband was quite happy with one very content with one yeah yeah but like you know loves Teddy but he wasn't a firm he wasn't a firm no we're not going again he was just like hey if we never had another kid I'd be really content and Mm. I was like what yeah you would like Mm. I couldn't understand that I feel a lot of gratitude that I feel done I feel a lot of peace and very grateful no more babies grief literally none I felt that too remember yeah then it snuck up on you it snuck up on me something about Iggy transitioning out of nappies out of a cot into a big boy bed it just caught me off guard yeah I think there is another leap to take Mm. from Iggy's age to Teddy's age a lot changes in that time a lot I also want to share and I'm confident that I'm okay to share this but the good mum she was very open with Revs and I about the fact that she always carried a flame for a third. Yeah, always had the door open yes, a little bit. always, yeah. slightly ajar. And it took a few years, but now she's like, oh, no, I'm so done. And I've never seen her more done. And I never thought she would get there. Yeah. And, yes, it took a few years, but she got there. It's yeah. like an acceptance. It's like I've made peace. And, you know, her youngest is four. So by this point, she's, as she says, moving into the next season yeah. of life. Yeah, and it's a 
does start to offer you things that you can't see when you've got a really young kid. I mean, mm-hmm. we don't know how old this DL's kids are, but yeah. yeah, there is a really cool thing that happens when both your kids go to school, for example. You start to gain rather than lose. Yeah. You know, things mm-hmm. start to open up and become possible again. And it's pretty exciting, you know? Hey, that's a point. Maybe it is about that reframe rather than thinking about what you're losing by not having a third. Mm. Think about what you're gaining yeah. for the two that you currently have. And for your relationship yeah. and for yourself mm. and for yourself. But yeah, I don't want to diminish your feelings. They are real. Like yeah. clearly this is something that's really upsetting and I don't have anything to offer except solidarity and yep. understanding. But I feel like the Facebook group, maybe there'd be some people who really would have yep. dealt with this grief and this tension mm-hmm. and maybe we can hash it out there. Mm-hmm. I mean, I know anecdotally a lot of couples who have faced the whatever number, you know, like one of them is done and one of them wants to go again. And I, I imagine it would be incredibly tricky. Yeah. What would you do if Hubs turned around tomorrow and was like, babe, I don't know where this has come from, but I really want a third. Oof. Like, I know you can't imagine it. How would that sit with you? I'd be like, no. Why would you put me through that, Mm. to be honest, knowing how I feel? And I would bring up the argument, we have two kids who are great. Yeah. You know, we have a great dynamic. Why aren't we enough? Yeah. Is almost what I'd be asking. Yeah. I think it's also the gender does make a difference in this argument. It does. Because if it's a man asking a woman to go through it all again, Mm. it feels slightly, and I know this isn't forever, and if you zoom out, it's not real but for the time it is asking her to go through more than what you're asking him to go through it's a bigger ask but you do hear of women who say to their partner babe I really want a third so I'll take on the responsibility danger yeah it happens though they negotiate having this I'll do it I'll do all the nights yeah I'll stay home from work yeah really yes (gasps) yes Oh At a God. cost to themselves, a huge cost to so themselves. So what? So the baby's crying in the middle of the night. What if everyone's sick? Mm. What is he going to be like? It's your baby. Like, what's that look like? Yeah, for your marriage. It's oh, just not great. It feels yeah. not good. All right, hive mind. We all need to get together in the Facebook group and help this DL out because I feel like Gem and I have been pretty useless here. We have. <laughs> but that's okay. That's okay. That's what Bestie Hotline is all about. Never truly solving dilemmas. Hey, if you've got a dilemma you want us to get into, you can DM us on Instagram with a voice note and we can get your problems on the airwaves. And right before we sign off from this episode, I do want to just say that there is still time to vote for us in the Australian Podcast Awards. I'm not going to bang on about it for too long because I know we have and you're probably sick of hearing it from us. We've given you the pitch. You know it. We love you. You love us. Help us win. Link is in the show notes. It's super quick and easy. You can do it in less than 30 seconds. Thanks, legends. We love you. Hope you have a wonderful weekend planned ahead and this time we'll be back in your ears bright and early on Sunday morning with a really special DNM because it is with one of our DLs. She's talking about her lived experience having a child with additional needs. Mm -hmm. She has been incredibly generous in coming into the potty studio and arming us all with some tools and language to be allies to parents of kids with additional needs and kids with additional needs. It is a really powerful episode, so be sure to tune in with us this Sunday. Have a wonderful weekend. Bye. Bye.